Welcome, Ravenites, to Raven's Realm Actual Play Podcast, the place where your wildest imaginations come to life. Get ready to embark on a thrilling journey into the world of kids on bikes from Hunter's Entertainment, the popular RPG that will have you on the edge of your seats. With our amazing cast of characters, including the art fabulous DM, Kai. Hi. <laughs> 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 the Woody. Sorry, I did that so badly, I'm going to redo I was laughing the entire time. Hi, I'm Kai. I'll be your DM for Kids on Bikes this little mini season. I'm super excited to have you all play and lead you through the wonderful town of Sparrowview. Excellent. And we have the witty Chris. Hey, I'm Chris. I'll be playing Dan Scabia. That wasn't and very witty, Chris. No, it wasn't. Very, very witty, though. <laughs> I, I, I heard it. That's super I feel witty. like I was set up to fail. <laughs> the Daring <laughs> Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'll be playing Wayne McCall. Then we have the enigmatic Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. I'll be playing Jesse Wilder. That was enigmatic, right? Very. <laughs> and then the unpredictable Brandon. Oh, hi, I'm Brandon. And I will be playing Joshua Spencer. 13 year old kid. Not dying. Mm, excellent. And me, I don't really have an adjective for my name, Justin. Uh, I'll be voicing the character of Milton Bradley tonight. Woo, woo, right. woo. You yeah. are in for an unforgettable adventure, so sit back, relax, and prepare to be transported into the world of excitement, danger, and mystery in Raven's Realm Actual Play Podcast. On to you, Kai. Yay. Okay. Buckle in your seatbelts. Was that... Was that required in 1983? I don't know. Anyways. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Definitely not in New Hampshire. Not in this town. Not in this town. Okay. Welcome to Raven's Realm Kids on Bikes. The year is 1983. Nearing the end of the Cold War, the United States is at the precipice of many of its scientific achievements. NASA's STS-7 mission has just been completed with Sally Ride taking the title as the first American woman in space. STS-8 was underway with Guillaume Bonford becoming the first African-American astronaut in space. The Motorola company introduced the first mobile phones to the public, ARPANET created the internet, Microsoft Word was released, and Swatch introduced their first watches to the market. Technology and advancement were important all across America in 1983. But we're not talking about all of America today. No, we're talking about a small East Coast town near the Bay that also holds science and technology in high regard. The town of Sparrowview is a unique one in the sense that the natural environment of the area pulled people and industry to its location, but seemingly failed to make them stay. Nestled between farmland and forest, this suburban town is all smiles on the surface but a definite underbelly seeps between its cracks. It seems as if everything in Sparrowview is coming together and falling apart this particular Labor Day weekend. We begin our story at 12pm on Friday, September 2nd. Boss has just been let out early for the long weekend and kids begin to pour out of Haddlesfield Middle and High School. With the middle school and smaller wing of the school and the high school taking a larger one, connected to the gymnasium, most student-aged people in the town will run into each other here. 
with a few in a rush to actually head home this early, many students mingle about at their lockers and make their way to the front parking lot. The yellow tiled floors and baby blue walls represent the school's colours. Yellow for the kernels and blue for the sky that help to grow the corn itself. The hallways are mostly filled with the sound of laughter, while the occasional shouts of harassment can be heard coming from the end of the long hallway near the gymnasium. Most of the athletic students and popular students are gathered around Thad Johnson's locker, where middle schooler is being pinned by his polo shirt while scrambling to head over his leftover lunch money. You hear one of the group shout, Thanks for the money, kid! Or make sure to spend it on your mum when I take her out later. Another simply yells, Freak! while shoving him away from the group and backing down the hallway. Near the chemistry lab, you see the STEMIs hosting an impromptu meeting, quick to huddle themselves away from all the other students. The academic decathlon is tomorrow morning, so you can only assume they're finalising this strategy for the event. Yet, in the quiet corner right next to the doors that lead from the middle school to the high school is the library. Almost empty, except for one student and the librarian, this space is a serene break from the cacophony of normal high school life. Sitting at a table alone with a stack of books next to him is Joshua Spencer. Brandon, can you please describe your character? Sure. Joshua Spencer is... Let me go back to my actual art so I can look at that while I describe. Definitely wearing clothes that are just a little bit too big for him. Uh, probably moping. He's got, like, slightly too long hair that, uh, doesn't really know how to manage, draped over the sides. Um, probably nervously looking through his backpack, making sure he's got all his things and he's not forgetting his pencil once again uh, before he leaves. Brandon, what do you think Joshua was working on today, the beginning of this long weekend? You mean in school or are we talking to like, like a weekend activity? In general, why do you think he's still in the library when everyone else is heading out of school? Oh. Setting the tone of the campaign here, Brandon. <laughs> no, I've got to think about like... I threw him off the deep end. He can absolutely think. <laughs> he can yeah. drown, he can swim. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> you know, he's probably looking for a book that got checked out or something like that. And he's just frustrated because he can't find it or something like that. That, that sounds about right. He's probably like, yeah, he's probably going after like a big, bigger book than he ought to read. Something like, um, like actual, like classic King Arthur or something like that. And he found, it was like the biggest one in the library. And he was like, I'm going to read that one. And it's not in there. And he's, he's frustrated. He's like looking all over for it. As Joshua looks through the Saxon library, trying to find this one specific book, Mr. Gibbons approaches you and states, Hey bud, I have to close the library for the weekend. Can I help you look for anything? Check out anything that you already have before I have to lock up and we both head out? I've yeah. Joshua's gonna like slump his shoulders. No, I'm good. And he's just gonna he's gonna leave. Okay, well Um It looked like you were looking for something specific, but if you're gonna head out, um I'm sure we'll be able to find it for you when the long weekend ends next Monday. Next Tuesday, actually. Um, Mr. Gibbons kind of toddles off back to the library circulation desk, uh, organizing everything, putting some books away that other students left, um, and you are left free to leave the school, or at least the library. 
where would Joshua be heading? Definitely be starting the the good walk home. I probably missed the bus already, and maybe I do that on purpose. Mm. <laughs> okay. You missed the bus on purpose. Did Joshua bring his bike? Did he bike to school in the morning, or is he just Oh, yeah. Actually, it's kids on bike, so I, I definitely rode that bike. Riding the hill. Describe your bike for everybody. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so the bike I've got... <clears throat> Joshua's bike is a gregarious yellow with black and red flames on it. A hot rod of a bicycle. This seems out of character for Joshua himself. Uh, and he's going over to the, like, the things to like actually take it out of like a bike chain. So I assume they, they would use bike, bike chains and all that sort of stuff. It starts, uh, yeah, definitely walking up to that and getting ready to go. As Joshua is riding his bike back on the way back to school, you actually overhear a conversation happening between the group of the popular kids that were earlier in the hallway picking on some middle schooler. Uh, you hear and see someone that you definitely recognize as Dad Johnson, as well as his senior class president, girlfriend, head of the cheerleading squad, and overall teacher's pet, Daphne Gatto, <laughs> talking to him. Uh, you hear Thad say, so when are you gonna meet us in at the place? Stephanie says, oh, you know, um, well, my dad's back in town this weekend, so I don't think I'll be able to make it. Dad says, but you promised you missed the last four meetings. We need you there. And Stephanie says, maybe I'll sneak out of the house. I don't know, but I have to kind of get a mandate off my tail. She's always been that type of goody two-shoes that would always tell mum and dad that I'm doing it. Dad kind of scoffs, um, gets into his, um, gets into his car, his beat of a car that his dad gave him and drives both of them off in further into town and a little bit of ways away from your, um, from the way that you're going towards your home. Um, okay. give me a brains roll difficulty of 14. First roll of the campaign. <laughs> oh God. First roll. First roll. Impossible. Oh. Eight. <laughs> you Eight could brains. Eight. Okay, so you failed by seven, but this was not a high stakes thing. Okay. Um, you hear, you think about this meeting. You don't know what they're talking about with the woods, but you know that there's a PTA meeting this evening. Maybe it has something to do with the organization of the town. Okay. You make your way home to your house. Your two-story um, little home on the outskirts of Sparrow's View is empty. Your dad's motorcycle isn't in the driveway, but the door to the front is unlocked. You see a note on the counter that says, Hey bud, had to go to a meeting, will probably be out all night. There's some leftover Chinese in the fridge. Um, how nice. would Joshua react to that? Weird that there's a note. <laughs> What's dad trying to hide this time? <laughs> and then probably like look at the go and like smell the Chinese boxes in the fridge. Probably like, yeah, 
probably go into his room, try and find some like stashed cash so that I can go and grab my own food. Yeah, um, I'm gonna play a grit roll, DC four. Okay. I rolled ten. I guess we should call those out. There's just cash the on the yeah. dresser. <laughs> um, you know yeah. your dad. You know the places to look. He's not like good okay. at hiding anything. If he has even tried to hide anything, um, so you see, you see cash left out on there, and you do remember from that letter that it was written very hastily. And as you noted before, your dad doesn't really write notes, so the fact that he chose to write one this time and wrote it in a hurry is a little odd. Um, but you do have cash, um, and you do technically have house to yourself for the evening. Okay. Well. Can you hear the sirens? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cop cars going outside. But yeah, it's welcome ambience. to York City. Joshua lives on the <laughs> yeah. shady yeah, side. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> the shady side of Sparrowview. <laughs> no joke. That cop car? However, he just got, like... Ten bucks is gonna get himself some chicken nuggets. I think that's his plan for the evening so far. He's playing the rest of my year. Out and get chicken nuggets. Yep. You know that it's the Friday best night, right? Place in town is Tuckin McStuffins at Herschel Kane. It's in the food court, but what was that name? Hold on, say that again. Tuckin McStuffin. <laughs> Sweet. Wait, one more time. <laughs> Tuckin McStuffin. Why would? You- that, is that with an F or a, a, a P? Clucking, clucking. P-L-U-C-K-I-N-M-C-S-T-U-S-S-I-N. We need a logo for that. I will make one tomorrow at work. Say it as quickly. I'm off to McStuffin to get some nuggets. To McStuffin. As Joshua heads back on his bike and heads towards Herschel Kane. For some good clucking McStuffin, we swing now to Hilltop View. We don't see, but hear loud pug music emanating from the cookie cutter of White Home. Front door open. We see Frank Wilder pull into the driveway of the home and run into the house. Looking around frantically for something, the tall man in a full business suit tries to yell over the music. Jesse? Jesse? Have you seen my briefcase? He immediately starts shuffling things around in the house that definitely needs decluttering. He huffs and runs upstairs after not getting a response back. Knocking on the door loudly <laughs> twice, the out-of-breath father turns the speaker down and states with his tone raised, I can't believe you have eardrums left for the volume that you play that god-awful music. <laughs> also, aren't you just supposed to be in school? <laughs> oh my god. This is perfect just for Jesse. That is definitely how he would start his fucking day on <laughs> so good um dad what the fuck are you doing to my room number two i own this house so all of the rooms are my room have you seen my briefcase gosh uh jesse will like turn down the music a bit so he can actually like hear what the fuck's going on your briefcase why would i have your briefcase it's not like i go through your things all the time uh boring ass work shit that I don't really give a fuck about. Um, 
Why would I be in your suitcase? Hmm? Are you all uh, right? Well, then why is it on your desk right now? Did you take your pills again, Dad? <laughs> dare you? I have a very important meeting that I'm running late for because you took my briefcase earlier this day. Um... You can explain yourself? Also, again, why aren't you in school? Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, here's a uh, here's your briefcase. I, you know what? I was cleaning out the uh, hallway and I found it, and I, you know what? It's right here, here. And uh, Jesse will hand him this briefcase. And I'm heading to school. I just today we had a late day because uh, we, um, you know, we we were, yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. We were yeah. We were uh, yeah. Totally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frank responds, a late day at 1pm on a Friday. You're going to have to get better excuses than that. Anyways, I do literally have to go right now. Um, there's money somewhere in the house for dinner. Do do what you want. And you see Frank sprint down the stairs, get back into his car and rush off in the direction of MSI. What would Jesse have been doing other than blaring punk music? Oh, actually, wait, Mark, describe your character. Okay, um, so Jesse is a 16-year-old. He's a junior in high school. Um, he sports a red mohawk. Um, you can usually see him around the town uh, kind of uh, riding his BMX bike, but um, basically he's uh, kind of a rebellious looking kid with a, a red mohawk, like I said before. Um, he grew up as an only child with uh, his single father who uh, worked long hours uh, and was often absent just because of uh, his corporate position as a compliance lawyer. Um, Jesse is just kind of like a BMX punker metalhead type kid, um, kind of into like graffiti music fashion. He just has like a bad attitude about like kind of everything. Um, kind of grew up like uh without a mother figure and just like his dad kind of absorbed in his work probably due to the fact that the mother isn't around um and he's just kind of like a a mirror of that like he just um doesn't want anything to do with any kind of like order or like his he sees his dad as a complete lame and it's just like i don't give a fuck about uh anything so uh he's just kind of like a, a rebellious teen like turned up to the, like the nth degree he just really doesn't give a shit and like as you can see, he also uh, kind of skips school from time to time. So, uh, yeah, that's Jesse Wilder. That was gonna be my next question. Even though it was a half day, and technically, even though your father doesn't know this, you would have been out of school that day. Did Jesse even go to school? That day? Jesse had no idea it was a half day. Even he actually thought he was like, <laughs> he was just making it up. <laughs> both of you were just as confused as the other. Yeah, they're both as confused. Yes. 100%. Okay. What was Jesse doing all day? Let's see. I would have, uh, God, what, what would he have been doing? Smoking weed. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> would he be just like doing drugs and listening to music and stuff? I guess, um, it would also depend on what, uh, like he probably would have been like trying to, uh, hang out with some of his friends earlier in the day. Cause it was like a weekend that was getting ready to start. So, uh, perhaps he was being a, uh, a bad influence and trying to get some of his friends to skip school with him so that they could, you know, like smoke pot, listen to music and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, possibly his next door neighbor, uh, he would have uh, been trying to hang with Daniel. Uh, I don't know if Daniel would have gone to school or not. Um, or maybe it was like his first time skipping. I have no idea. 
Um, yeah. He's... Directly next door, bright red Minolt Alliance goes <laughs> into the driveway, a f- 15 hilltop drive. A tall young woman with dark brown hair steps out. Unpacking the back seat, she takes her school and duffel bag out and walks to the front door. After a ring of the doorbell, she's greeted with a smile from her mother who looks similar to her, who quickly takes one of her bags and ushers her into the home. Sarah, come in, come in. I'm so glad you're back for the long weekend. Karen Scabby exclaims. I was just about to make some mid-afternoon snacks. Why don't you go up to your brother's room and tell him you're home? Stephanie nods with an overwhelmed smile and walks up the stairs, taking a bag with her and dropping them off in the now guest room. A tentative knock rings behind the door of Daniel's room. Chris, can you please describe your character? Alright, um, yeah, he looks vaguely like, um, Robert Smith from The Cure, so he has... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... By vaguely, I mean looks exactly like Robert Smith from The Cure. And he has, like, the big messy hair, and he's very pale, and uh, he's got, like, paint all over his hands. And uh, he's he wears, like, a big uh, oversized red shirt and, like, little um, black jeans and black uh, combat boots. Um, and is listening to music loudly as well. Um... And yeah, he just reacts to the knock. He's like, "Yeah, hello." I'm home. It's me. I'm home. Oh hey, come in. Stephanie, uh, Sarah walks into the door. Wow, things have changed in your room. Um, definitely don't feel like it was. This covered in art last time I was here. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, trying to, you know, hang out, I guess, get through school. Yeah, I, I painted that over there. And he points to like a huge uh, cow skull picture. He's like, yeah, I was working on that for a couple months. And uh, yeah, what about you? How's college? What college is? I mean, I'm in a research lab, which is pretty cool. Being a freshman, I'm not really integrated too much into the community yet, but it is nice to be in a dorm and not be at home. Um, you've got three more years of that, I'm sorry. But the art is pretty cool, um, Stephanie responds. Yeah, thanks. Mom, Mom's making some midday snacks? Since when has she been making midday snacks? Uh, ever since you left, she's been trying so hard. It's like she's just turned into Turbo Mom. Just like trying to prove something. Gag me with a spoon. Terrible spoon. <laughs> Gag you with a spoon. I was actually just on my way out. Do you want to go see Jesse or? Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen that kid in forever. I know he's next door, but I guess I'm only two years older than him, but I don't think I ever really like saw him around. Does he go to school? <laughs> Sometimes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, I'll go over to see, see Jesse, I guess. Um, hey, let's go this way. Know? He opens up the That's window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the As you open up the time. window, you hear your mom yelling, Daniel, Sarah, I made some cucumber logs. 
I know you love cream cheese. Uh, we're on the way out, Mom. See you later. Okay, no, wait, give me a hug. Give me, give your mother a hug. I feel like I haven't touched my children in so long. <laughs> Dan's like stepping out the window. <laughs> <laughs> good idea, good idea. It, like shifts you out the window. <laughs> um, as you both sneak out of the door, you'll he you hear your mother yelling from outside, like truly like screaming. Um, well, I won't be home later, so I... Goodbye, I guess! Um, as you two exit the house through the window, um, you two walk over next door to Jessie's. Um, Sarah gives a tentative knock on the door. Um, Jessie, I'm not sure if you would hear that if you've turned Um, let's say Jessie was, uh, climbing out of the top window from his bedroom, like, towards, like, on the roof, like, standing on the roof, and saw them. I was like, hey, it was like, hey, what's up? And, uh, hold on, is this Sarah Gatto? Scabia. Uh, no, Sarah Scabia. Oh, it's your sister. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I got my uh, words or my people mixed up. <laughs> uh, Jesse would, uh, be like, hey, Daniel, what's up, man? Uh, my, hey. Um, my dad's probably going to be gone all weekend. Uh, you guys want to hang out, have an epic weekend, maybe party or something? And then he'll, like, kind of, uh, look at Danny crazy and uh, make like a devil tongue face and he's got like uh, he's doing like the horn symbol like uh, <laughs> it's like ready to, you know and he's got like punk, he's got like music like playing out of his uh, like it's like thrash metal like playing outside of uh, his window okay, so then, you were standing on the roof right yeah like the roof right outside of my window like uh, mm -hmm. uh, very cool give me a brawn mm -hmm. roll DC 8 Braun DC8? Okay, let's see. I'm gonna fall. Use... You got it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna use... Can I use my adversity token here? Because I am... Um... Yeah. Because of my... Coolness under pressure, I can use my adversity to take half of the dice value. Oh, do I still have to roll though for that? <laughs> or can I just use because my my DC is an eight. The dice would be four. Plus three would be seven, so you'd still fail. Okay, so never mind. But you have a plus one, and you have a thirty token to fix it. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh no! <laughs> I don't think he. Yeah, even with the adversity, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Am I gonna fall off the roof? God. No, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm you. Oh, paralyzed the rest of the campaign. Weird. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Maybe it's not weird. No. Um, <laughs> as, as you're making the devil horns, uh, at Fred, at Daniel, you slip a little bit and slit slide like a foot and a half down the roof before catching yourself. Oh shit! Um, and you just hear Stephanie yell, "Get off the roof! What are you doing?" <laughs> I, I'll just be like, "The door's open. Just come inside, and I'll go back to the window." Kind of embarrassed, but um, still not really giving a shit, and jumping through the window into my room. Um, okay, give me a flight roll DC two. Okay, flight <laughs> DC two. 
to get back in the window and not embarrass yourself anymore. This you can definitely take I can do it. Oh, he's, he's, he's you made Okay, great. You make it swiftly back <laughs> into the window um, and into your home as you hear Daniel and Sarah walk into the house and close the door behind them. So, Sarah says, so you mentioned a party? Uh, yeah, I heard that uh, some people are getting together. Um, I don't know. It's parties every weekend, right? Sure. Weekend. Um, oh, you guys wouldn't know about that because your mom's like head of the PTA or like whatever. Hey, I'm in college now. I do not associate with Karen. I don't know about Daniel here. <laughs> You're going to hang out with us, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> do you want someone to buy you alcohol? Or are you going to be a little bitch about it? <laughs> oh shit wow sounds like your sister wants a party here daniel do you well, even ride a bike do i ride a bike <laughs> i have a car <laughs> i'm an adult a poor man's bike really <laughs> well to be fair Ronald is a poor man's that bike. makes things um, easy then I mean, I guess yeah. I can swing by the five and ten or something and get you guys stuff, right? Yeah, I, mean, I can like, totally is it gonna be you two? Out. Is there just gonna be like you two sitting in a room drinking alcohol? Because that sounds depressing. I don't, I don't know, see what's wrong with that. I see so many things that are wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with that? We can listen to great music. Do you have friends? I mean, yeah, we have a lot of friends. We walk okay, down the street. So invite them. Over. Your dad's not going to be home tonight. He's not going to be home probably all weekend. My this mom's going to be out for some bloody meeting or whatever. You might as well throw something. My dad's like really busy. Doing some weird shit. I have no idea. Yeah, so throw a party. Okay. <laughs> I am going to need money though. Like I'll buy the alcohol, but I'm not fronting the cost. Here, Jesse, I college? got it. Do you have any college friends? <laughs> <laughs> Where does Daniel get this money from? Let's <laughs> uh, we'll say maybe he like sold some art, some bad art, and just sold it off. Now he has 20 bucks. Nice. However much a case of beer is in 1983. $5? <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's like, okay, well, I don't know if you guys want to get, like, actual friends, because I'm not going to buy alcohol for you to sit in a room, but I'll go head out to the 5 and 10. I should probably say hi to uh, Miss Patty and you all. Anyways, so. Sweet. Oh, yeah, we should do that later. My Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you hear Sarah walk out of the house and walk across the lawn to get into her car. Um, after that, we see, we swing to the Longcliffe neighborhood. In the Longcliffe neighborhood, we hear the sirens on a cop car shut off. The door to his cruiser slams closed. With the creak of the old screen door opening and keys being placed in a bowl near the entrance of the home, we meet police captain Kevin Bradley. 
A man of no short stature, he takes up most of the hallway his, with his black boots clinking on the hardwood floor as he makes his way towards the living room. He peeks his head in and doesn't immediately see his son. Hopping down on the couch and turning the TV on, he yells, Milton? Milton, come down here and get me a beer. What? No! Yes! Ugh. Okay. Um, so, Milton heads downstairs and uh, gets his beer, but kind of like holds it in his hands to kind of warm it up before he hands it off. Justin, Just please describe Milton. Okay, so Milton's a six foot tall lad who is very muscular, um, fair skin, freckles, red hair, very much a jock, uh, kind of a bully type, but bully with the badass heart of gold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got really straight teeth. They're very white. <laughs> oh, and beautiful hair. He's a bit of a hunk, but he doesn't really, like, take care of himself very well. Do you say to your dad as you hand the beer to him? I kind of shoot him a look, and I'm like, here's your beer. And I kind of, like, say it sarcastically with, 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 with sass. Excuse me, who keeps a roof over your head? The least you can do is grab me a beer from the fridge. What was this, on the counter? Why is it so warm? I just got it from the refrigerator like you said to. Rolls his eyes a little bit. Damn it, Kevin. Oh, my life would be easier <laughs> if I didn't have a son. Yeah, I didn't choose to be here. That was your hey. option. And mom. Definitely wasn't my option. Your mother chose to keep you. Um... Your dad kind of, despite you standing in the room, turned on the TV and completely blocked you out of his brain. Um, what do you think Milton would be doing after school on a Friday? Uh, he passive-aggressively says, bite me, underneath his breath. Um, he would more than likely be hanging out with his friends, uh, Mark, Randy, and... What was my third friend's name? Oh, no, just we'll go with Mark and Randy. Um and they usually just hang out at the park and kind of like uh, cat call girls or make fun of people every now and then, but mostly just hang and talk the shoot the shit with each other. The park, what do you mean by the park? Uh, let's see. Do we have a park established? No, but we can make one right now. Okay. Uh, it's a Sparrowfield Park. <laughs> There is also the um, the business lot ten, which is like an abandoned skate park. Ooh, yeah, we'll just call it lot ten. Okay, so Milton is heading is planning on heading to the skate park. Yeah, he's planning there. Uh, he's going to meet up with Randy and Mark. Yeah, and Jesse. Yeah, yeah. As you start to get your bag together. Um, pick up the key to your lock on your bicycle, you do hear your dad yell from the living room. Hey, do you know anyone named Shelly? Who? Shelly? Shelly Marshall? Uh, Give me a brain roll. DC 10. Alright. Brain, there we go. Oh, mine's a DC D6? You can explode. What do you mean by explode? If you roll the six, you get to roll again. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's something I didn't explain. If you roll the highest on your die, you get to roll it again and add that to your score. So technically, you can explode as many times. <laughs> Is there an opposite of exploding? Oh. I've rolled a one. Can I implode? <laughs> implode? <laughs> Implosion is dies instantly. So you failed it by nine. You did fail it by nine. <laughs> Close. You failed it by nine. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, not a disaster. It's not the worst thing. You, you think you hear the name Shelley Marshall, and you swear it's the name of a TV character. And your dad's pulling, pulling some stupid joke on you because you know you're not allowed to watch TV and you think that he's like trying to get you in trouble for like watching TV and knowing the name of the character. Yeah, I don't know anything about a Shelly, Shell Marshall, but yeah, go on with that. Yeah, see what happens. She's missing, so maybe you should pay a little bit more attention. Um, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for her, he says sarcastically. Yeah, she's like 12 years old, short blonde girl. If you see her, let me know. Her parents are asking so many questions. Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, I'll be on patrol tonight starting at six because everyone's freaked out that some girl is missing, I guess. So, um, some girl probably won't be home till tomorrow. Don't die, or whatever. <laughs> totally. Alright, Pops, I'm out. Latchkey kids. Peace. <laughs> okay. Deuce On the down. other side of town, we see a plain concrete square with slight remnants of demolished buildings, now filled with teenagers. The ramps are made out of scrap wood from people's parents' unfinished homes home improvement projects that litter the asphalt with old safety rails for no longer their buildings making the perfect rails. The teenagers trying new tricks on hand-me-down skateboards after the skate shop closed. Injuries are inevitable here. Standing over a middle schooler who just took a nasty fall off the pipe is Wayne McCall. Ryan, please describe your character. Yes, uh, so uh, Wayne has like these uh, black glasses uh, they're they're kind of patched up a bit. There's some tape that's holding on some pieces that are ba barely holding on together. He has this kind of long brown hair that um, he kind of pushes off to one side. He's uh, well dressed ish. He likes to wear like button down shirts with uh, some ties and has like a a, a, a a dark coat on over top. Uh, and he uh, is like has this uh, you know this white box with like painted red on top. He opens it up. He says. Oh yeah, man! You, you can't keep doing that trick. You you haven't landed it once. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's your your cut's getting worse every single time, man. Come on. And he's just like patching him up, um, talking to him, uh, and then he like just pour like alcohol heavy on it and then dump it. The kid's probably screaming at this point. Yeah. But he's like, hey, don't worry. This this will make you feel better as always. And he'll like wrap it up. It screams at Ping and said, Ah, oh, gosh! Hey, but, but thanks, man. I know I have to make sure to practice more on the smaller ramps before I try that one again. Yeah, you know, it's all about progression. You can't just go ahead, you know, first into it, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, anyways. I've been practicing for like three weeks and I was like, Oh, maybe now is the time for like the big ramp, but then immediately flattened my ankle, you know? Like, should, I go, should, I, should I see the doctor? Or is I, am I good? Oh, no, nah, you don't need to see him. 
I'm I'm as good as any. Okay, you don't want to see sure. Doctor Lane. I mean, okay. if I you mean, want, I, have, I guess. I mean, I have like like just two Um. Well, it, it's gonna bruise, but um. I mean, don't you like hit each other in sports, you know? So, I mean, you, you just say it's from practice. Basketball. Oh, eh, same thing. And he's giving you psychological coaching to I'm good. Um, looking down, give me a brains roll DC4. All right. Uh, I think I have a plus one mod to that for since it's my highest. I got a 14. Uh, I rolled a 13, I added the plus one. Oh, you added the plus one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you, um, you see it very well. You notice immediately that you're very low on alcohol for cleaning wounds and you are absolutely out of band-aids as it took about eight or nine to cover the scrape that Isaac just got from falling off of that. Ah, shit, Isaac. I kind of went heavy on the alcohol and, uh, yeah, that was a gnarly fall. Uh, I have to get back to... Dr. Lane, hopefully he can re-up me on my uh, supplies. Um, but you, you, you're good, right? Just... I have like a dollar or two left of lunch money. I can give that to you to repay you if you need to buy it from the doctor. Uh, no, I just kind of work for him. I like do some runs, errands per se. Like He also like teaches me a little bit on the side. So I, I don't need it, but yeah, I'll take it if you're offering it. He'll just like grab it. Put in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you take the two dollars from Isaac, um, and as you are slowly uh, packing up your things and looking to head towards Doctor Hammond's office for a re-up, and you also have to check in for work, um, which you do for him on occasion, you see um, you see Milton arriving at the park with his two friends that you've seen as they're all in the baseball team, and during the spring they do get some injuries, Mark and Randy. Oh, uh, hey, Milton. Hey. Uh, are, is your eye okay from the other night? I mean, you, don't get me wrong, it looked like, you know, you gave Thad a whooping, but you also took some damage. Would, would I know you at this point, or are you talking to me I, and I, I'm kind of like... I, 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 like, you know, put, gave you some ice... After that fight, you know. Oh, oh! I don't know if you're, you know, oh, you're right, not. right. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Spaz. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks. You heading thanks to the, the ice? Hmm. You heading to the ten? Oh yeah, going to the ten. Got to meet I'd... Mark and Randy out there. Oh, I, I just be a little bit careful, you know. Uh. Uh, if you ask me, Thad was acting a little bogus after you you whooped him. Hey, yeah, he he was looking a little skittish, huh? Yeah, but he he, he says some about like you know, getting getting payback or whatnot. Uh, but you know, he's a narbo, so I don't Total know if he can narbo. plan anything. Total narbo. Yeah, it's he's a he's a spaz too. He won't have any issue. I won't have any issue with him. Hey. Don't say I didn't do anything for you. I got to re-up on my supplies, uh, so I got to get going. But uh, yeah. I'll probably see you at the tent when I get back. All right, Iceman. I'll see you then. All right. Iceman. 
And the Iceman. The Iceman. As Wayne heads off to her doctor's office, please describe Sicole. Yeah. I never I also never gave Justin the uh, opportunity to describe the bike that he used for, mm. uh, for his okay. character. So if you want to describe yours and then Ryan can describe his. Yeah, absolutely. So Milton has a BMX bike that is capable of going forward and backward. Um, he can do little tricks with it. He can kind of dance with it. It's got a purple frame with black rim or ma black mag rims with a gold trim. Um, yeah, and on the handles are gold and stuff, but like the hand grips are still black. And uh, Wayne would walk up to his bike, take the the uh, box that he got. Um, he's using as like a med kit, and we'll put it in this basket of this like white pristine bike and on the basket of the bike is painted this uh red cross as well uh and it's it's doesn't have very much wear because he doesn't use it for tricks so it's pretty clean aside from uh like some dirt stains uh he doesn't take super good care of it but uh cleans it from every now and then and uh yeah you head from business lot 10 into more of the center of the town towards Dr. Hammond's office. Um, you see a couple of signs littering downtown that state, PTA meeting tonight. Um, please uh, requested that all parents attend very important discussion of the upcoming Halloween dance. Cool. Um, there are truly so many flyers for this meeting absolutely everywhere clearly someone went to the printing center in the mall and just went apeshit crazy um give me a um give me a brains roll dc 12. uh sure brains 16. Nice. Um, you know that it has actually been banned at Sparrowview for there to be any dances at the school because a lot of the wealthy parents deemed it to be too um, frivolous for their children to be participating in. But due to a, a vote that was led by Stephanie Gatto in the student population, one was actually allowed to come back this year for the Halloween dance. So you know that this is like... Even though it's small town bullshit, this is like kind of a big deal for the for the town that they're having a PTA meeting about it and that it actually passed this year. Um, so you see a bunch of those signs, you pass a bunch of a couple of stores, mostly homes, as you'll make your way downtown, um, and you stop by Dr. Hammond's office. Dr. Hammond's office is a two-story building, the first floor of which is mostly a reception desk and waiting rooms while upstairs is much more of the medical practice with patient rooms and um, a couple of the nurses that work in the town are there as well um, but when you come in you see the receptionist um, Claire Lane Dr. Hammond's daughter sitting there at the front desk and you know her oh, uh, hey Miss Lane don't call me Miss Lane, I'm only 25. Uh, it's just a sign of respect, that's all. 
Uh, is is your dad in, Doctor Lane? Yeah, he's upstairs. I think he's dealing with um, you know that old kook out in the fields, Mister Hornsby. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, someone found him passed out again outside the five and ten, so he's just up there checking in on him. But I'm sure he'll be fine if you walk upstairs. Yeah, that sounds like a simple operation. Nothing that Doctor Lane can't handle. All right, and then I'll like head on up. As you head on up, you, there's only like three rooms in the entire day. You can clearly hear like Mr. Hornsby's like drunken ramblings um, as he says some things very slurred and undecipherable, um, but you do catch the words creature and you do capture the words ooze from what he is saying. Um, Dr. Lane looks up and he says, oh, Wayne. Uh, come on in. I'm almost, I'm almost finished with Do- Dr. Hornsby. I do have a couple of errands for you to run. Oh, great. Yeah, and I actually need to re-up on some of the alcohol, band-aids. Uh, I was looking to get some patches, maybe. Uh, and then I also need some, uh, like, some uh, pills, if that's all right, too. Uh, cool. just, uh... Yeah, well, you know, know what the, that... you know where the closet is down the hall. I think there are some, like, opiates down there. You can take all that. Um... <laughs> okay, great, great, great. What just do you need like... me to do? Um, okay, I do have two errands for you to run. The first is I need you to pick up a package for me at the post office. Um, oh, cool. Not too big, I just need you to return that to me. It's some medical supplies that I got in from town, and I just do not have the time today. Dr. Hornsby was, Mr. Hornsby was a, um, a surprise guest, to say the least. Um, and then I also need you to deliver some medicine to Mrs. George. You know the um the laundromat in Herschel Kane, like the laundromat owner in Herschel Kane. She's mm-hmm. been a little bit ill, so she's not able to come in. So I need you to deliver her medicine for her. But why don't you get that package, come back, and then just head to Herschel Kane on your way home? Oh uh, yeah, sounds like a plan. I'll just go get those supplies real quick, and then I'll uh, get your your package and be on my way and then i'll like go over to the closet open it up and as i'm doing that is it like in the same room the door there's like a, a closet is in the hallway. It? okay um all right yeah i won't ask about mr horns i'll be like hey, it's, just, it's fine and then i'll go to the closet get the stuff and then and then head on out you to the post office which is in the North Quarter. It's a little, it's not too far from the doctor's office, but it is a little bit ways away from town. And you did pick up Mrs. Miss George's supplies, and it kind of is on the way for you to stop by the Herschel Kane first if you want to. Um, oh, yeah. But you do have that option of like going to Herschel Kane's, then going to the post office and coming back. I'll go Herschel Kane's post office, then come back. Okay. It's the easiest route. As you enter Herschel Kane's, um, it's a little bit different from what you had remembered before. The normally loud nature of this mall seems absent as you can almost hear your footsteps as you enter into the mall. With most of the windows of the shops papered over with signs reading, Rent, the once full nature of the space is permanently altered. Some of the main retail chains still holding their spaces. Many of the mom and pop stores are no longer there. 
you can hear the faint dinging of the Time Warp Arcade down the hall and the faint clinking of the gym. But most other stores that are normally open are silent. You see a few of the town stay-at-home moms browsing through the stores that are open, uh, but very few other kids, despite it being the beginning of a long weekend, are here. Gil's Candy Shop, that you know was open last week, has a usually bright neon sign turned off and empty shelves. Even the wishing fountain at the centre of the mall seems to have given up as the water is stagnant in the pool. Huh, that's strange. Uh, uh, I don't go to the mall much, but I, usually shouldn't there be a lot of people here? Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, is it, uh, do I find Miss George's? Am I the closest. only one who's in love with Wayne's voice right now? <laughs> it reminds me of like a really cute movie or something. It's it's adding a lot to just me constantly talking, so I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, Mrs. George's is kind of close to the middle of the mall. It's very like as you're heading to hers, that's when you pass the wishing well, um, mm -hmm. and you see that her her, her shop is open. But many of the machines that you've normally witnessed being worrying are silent. But um, she's sitting behind a little desk to herself doing the Sudoku of the day in her little newspaper. I'll hold my um, <clears throat> uh, the package under my arm and I'll say, oh, Hey, uh, Mr. George, it's uh, not a busy day today, huh? No, uh, it's so good for you to visit me. I really appreciate it. You know, your mother used to visit me all of the time. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She she mentions it yeah. from time to time. Uh, yeah, her shop used to be right next to mine. It was so nice to have some company. Um, mm -hmm. But no, no, it hasn't been busy in quite a while. I don't know if it's all these people getting their in-home washers and dryers and running me out of business, or I don't know. The malls just seemed quiet yeah. recently. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, well, here's your medicine. Uh, it, it, just you know make sure to follow dr lane's um uh, instructions on how to take them but you know them uh you, you feeling good feeling okay once i take this twice a day i feel like i'm 48 again <laughs> you know those days uh, do i believe her <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> i like uh fena laugh uh, yes 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 magic medicine does wonders Absolutely, absolutely, dear. Oh, you don't yeah. you worry about me. You're doing God's work working for Dr. Hammond. Uh, I saw him when he grew up in this town. Oh, the days. Um, anyways, I don't want to hold you too long. You be on your way. I'll take my medicine twice a day, just as prescribed, and I'll be good as new. Uh, can I look over her shoulder to see the Sudoku? And I try to like solve like a, a block or a column or a rope. It's really hard for you to solve it because she's written a lot of ones in a lot of blocks, and there's no way that there are that many ones in this puzzle. <laughs> I'll be like, oh wow, yeah, you're almost done. Um, good luck, Miss Georges. Uh, it's a pleasure to see you once again. Uh, uh, I, you know, just you'll probably see me again at some point. Yeah. Lee, you too, darling. You head off now. Thank you so much for visiting me. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and I'll like walk out. Uh, and I actually kind of want to look around and see if I can find that old stall. Mom's old stall. Yeah. Yeah. As you 
it's been a little while since your mom has had her mm-hmm. shop in the mall. Um, so you can still see like the old like leftover sign on like the the wall and the glass from when your mom did have a clothing shop there. But since then, there has been a neon sign for a cobbler in the town that is also turned off in the store. It has papered over with those and it's closed as well. Dang. Well, I guess I better get going. Um, just weird what's going on in the mall. Uh, and then I'll get on my bike and go pick up that package for him. You head off out of the mall, you do run into uh, Joshua as he is heading to the mall to pick up his chicken from Cock and McStuffin. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Wayne is, is probably looking down at this point, not really noticing, um, or like noticing his surroundings. Uh, so then when Joshua comes in, he'll be like, Kind of almost bump into him. Say, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, there's many people at the mall today. Oh, you're muted. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh is going to look around. He's like, what is going on in here? Uh, there's something going on? Uh, not that I know of. Miss George is over there. was saying that you know, it's been a bit slow. Maybe she thinks that people who have installed washing and drying machines in their homes... I wouldn't know, because I don't have one, but slowing her business down, but a lot of shops are closing. Are you headed to somewhere particular? Uh, I was going to go to McStuffin to get chicken. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say the I love full it. name, Brandon. Say the full name. I love clicking McStuffin. Uh, they have, <laughs> you know, uh, when when my mom used to work in the mall, we, I'd have one, one day when... Uh, uh, business was really good every month, one day, and we would go and get Cluck and McStuffin together. And I guess Joshua would turn up with like a, like a sly smile, like, my dad loved me Chinese leftovers, but I didn't want that for myself, so I might have went in, and he like, he takes his backpack off and like shows, and he like grabbed like, there was just a wad of money on the on his dad's like counter, on his like thing there, and he just threw it into his backpack, so I think I can get some chicken for this. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I've never seen that much money in my life. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Um, and then so you it's... hear like a growl in Wayne's stomach. <laughs> 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 um, uh, sorry, I, I got to go get a package for Dr. Dr. Lane. Um, you enjoy your chicken. All, all right. Is the is the place in eyeshot of here? Like, is it open? Um, is it going to be one of those things where, like, he's, like, looking ahead, like, is it even going to be open? You do see, you can't see the store specifically, but you see the food court, and you do see that there's lights on in the food court, and there seem to be a couple of people down there. Okay, okay. And there's a chance. So he's, he's going to make his way down there. So. He'll wave and say, I'll catch you later. I see ya. We will now follow Joshua as he makes his way to fucking McStuffin in the food hall over the mall. You can't say it with a straight face. No one can. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say it super seriously and it didn't work. Um, but you, know. you head towards the food hall, which is just past the, um, the wishing well. And 
it, it's a big food court. There's maybe three or four other people here, which is really rare because a lot of the there's a couple of restaurants in town, but they're a little bit expensive. So a lot of people go to the food mall to like get food when they don't want to make food at home and things like that. And the fact that there aren't that many people here when you know it is again a long weekend is a little strange to you. It um, is very strange. Yeah, um, but the good sign is almost all of the stores are open. There's like one Chinese restaurant in the corner that's closed, but I I think you, you remember it being closed. So that's not a little, it's not too strange for you. But that does make you think about the Chinese food that was in your fridge. Um, so Joshua makes a, a slight right and heads towards the Klucken Stuffen. It is a surprisingly bright green store that has a picture of a chicken holding a drumstick in its mouth as the logo and it says a clucking good time as the slogan um and you see grant o'keefe working there give me a brains roll dc six not a grant Stuff that pumpkin. Oh, I did it. What was that? Ooh. You know that Brandt, Grant is the... I wouldn't say the most notorious bully at the school, but definitely rolls in the clique of bullies. Like one of Thad Johnson's right-hand men. Right-hand um, men. And you don't, you've been to Cluck and McStuff in a, for a while, and you've never seen him working here before. So this is a little strange to you. And you didn't see him in the group with Thad and Stephanie as you were leaving school. Oh. Oh, interesting. There's two angles to go about this, right? So I can either kind of try and play it low-key and, like, not let him recognize me, which, why would he? Or or be like, what's going on? Or just order my nuggets and, and see what happens. And I think... He's probably more averse to the bullies and stuff like that. So he's going to try and play it low-key with his uh, unassuming. Uh, no, I'm not going to blow unassuming on that. I'm just going to go up there and order some nugs and uh, see what his demeanor is. Yeah, you want your damn nugs. The most monotone voice you've ever heard says, Welcome to Cluckin' McStuffin, where all the good times are good and it's finger licking. Nope, we can't say that. It's... Yummy. <laughs> Can I take your Yummy. order? Yes, uh, I want to order a Mega Nugs to go, please. It's probably like an obnoxious order. I just ordered like a 50 It's like 60 or something. nuggets. Yes. 60 nuggets. And a basket of extra large fries. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going all out here. Oh, and, and a big drink. Can get with a big drink. What flavor of drink would you like? Slushy, slushy, sparrow slushy. Corner, corner. I didn't corner, say that. Corner, corner. <laughs> uh, what are the corner colas? Corner cola and a Bong. mega nug coming right up. Your order number is eight. <laughs> what is going? I'm like looking. Like, is he even making eye contact with me? No, he's staring straight down, like, at the machine, like, pushing the things in as you do it. Um, and this is, I don't know if we have a way to show this on the stream, but here's the cone, 
Watercolor logo. I think I imported it into Rose Honey. Oh, oh yes. So oh, that's okay. wonderful. Hold on, let me find a way. To describe I got it. it. I got it. Does it have actual corn in it? Yeah, it's a corn yeah, pig. It's, it's a it. corn. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's Wonder. a bright, it's like a dull orange soda that is like sparkling and tastes oh, a little yeah, like perfect. <laughs> it would be dull, just like the sparrows. Um, so you see um, Grant go into the back and there's like no one else working there so he like goes into the back puts the 60 chicken nuggets into a basket puts it into the fryer puts the fries in the fryer and then goes and gets your like big gulp size drink of corner cola he puts it on the counter and says your mega nug will be out in like a minute and a half and then slowly trudges back um what is Joshua thinking about this situation? It's like a little, it's definitely some like level of pity here. Because I don't know if he's like this because he's like stuck here in this dead ass place. Or if there's, I don't know, it's strange. His, I don't know if his characteristics are like out of depression or if it's something more like atypical than that. So he's, he's definitely like reticulating splines. Uh, on kind of what's going on here. Hey, Give me a charm roll. Difficulty of ten. The corner cola logo is on stream, by the way. It's oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Right there. It's so. It is now. Too much time at work doing today. Is that corny or is that a different mascot? That's the corner cola mascot. Is it the same as Corny the Colonel? Who knows? We'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> I'd like to see the two fight it out. <laughs> Corn fight. A nineteen nineteen company. Do you have any yeah. cluster brains? Say that again. What's the charm? Brains? Oh, it's a charm. Sorry. Only if I was persuading children. You are not persuading children. Okay. So you failed by three. You. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Take an adversity token. Also, who rolled that one? Uh, that would be me. I'll, I'll put the adversity token. Sure, and I think Mark, you also have. You have an extra one, yep. Okay, so make sure you're marking those every time you fail a roll. I'll try to remind you, but sometimes my brain doesn't work. Um, wait, so you got a 12. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I apparently rolled it. Oh, no, I got a 12 on the charm. How did I get okay, a 12 so on the charm? Okay. You got Wait, you got a plus four. A plus four. It automatically rolled his um his implode if you hover over it. Oh, oh so you exploded and then you got a exploded, four. Yeah, oh, nice. I was about to say like I don't even have a. T <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you exploded. Amazing, in you exploded. Um, nice. You first explosion of the campaign. Ew. You think, you think there so, are a couple of things going on right now? Okay. I think the first thing is the fact that you've seen everybody in that athletic friend group bullies cheerleaders all of those things as very well off people like there's never been anything that you have seen that would make you think otherwise and the fact that grant is working here shows that something happened very recently um mm. you also remember that conversation that you had with 
that you overheard with Stephanie and Thad, and you probably think that, oh, if they were going somewhere, maybe he was supposed to be going there and can't because he's working. Um, so you do think that, like, he doesn't have a name tag on, which you know that a lot of other people that have worked here do. So you do think that there's some sort of shame here, some sort of situation going on, but it's definitely abnormal on top of the other abnormal things that are going on in the mall. Um, but you do think that he's acting out of, like, his own emotion, and it's not, like, he's brain-controlled or anything. Like, you think that this is just, like, an emotional reaction to the entire situation. Um, as you were well, thinking then- about... Th- Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just, I was going to make sure that when I grabbed it, I'd be like, thanks, O'Keefe, and, and go and sit back down. Yeah. Grant says, of course, at fucking McStuffin, we value all of our customers. And then goes back to, to the back, grabs the Mega Nugget, um, and in your fries, puts it in truly a massive, like, box. Um, this is a lid and said, here is your o- here is your order. Hope you have a clucking good day. And then kind of like goes to the back and sits back. <laughs> I've got my nug. I'm basically I'm gonna walk out of it. So I'll probably throw the fries in my backpack. And I've just got the box of nuggets open. Um, I've got the drink somehow holding that right there. And I'm just like, as I'm walking out of the mall, chowing down. As you are chowing down, we are going to cut back very briefly to, not briefly, we're just going to cut back. We're going to cut back to um, Daniel and Jesse at Jesse's house. Hey. Um, Dara's probably been gone for 45 minutes and hasn't made her way back. Um, Give me a brains roll. Both of you DC 9. Brains. Brains! Brains! Uh, I don't remember what modifier was supposed to have. I think it's plus one. Uh, no one has plus one. Okay. Whoa, Damn. Jesse! Three Holy sixes, shit. three implosions! Holy shit, totally. Explosions! I was like, how did you Three explosions? What the fuck? What is the Bitch, probability of that? Uh, yeah. Chris, Does he win? Mm-hmm. He like wins again. That's so weird. Um, considering that Jesse's probably gonna know everything about the whole campaign in a second, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably save my token. <laughs> One in two hundred sixteen. <laughs> wow. Daniel, wow. You're kind of just thinking. Wow, my sister's been a lot away for a long time. She's, stupid. she's my sister, I don't really care what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Jesse, <laughs> you've had a little bit of a fixation on So you've been unconsciously counting the minutes that she's been gone. Oh, um, okay. A little she's fixation. been gone for about 48 minutes, which is a really long time, seeing as on a bike, you could probably get to the 5 and 10 in about... 20 minutes and back and the fact that she's in a car and it's taken her sorry you could get there in 20 minutes and then back 20 minutes. so it would be 40 total and the fact that she's in a car and it's been over 47 and a half minutes um it's really weird to you um you also notice that sarah left her bag here she didn't take it with her in the car um hmm. and 
in her bag sticking out, you do see a pager in the side pocket that's normally for water. Um, and while you don't know the number that it's coming from and you don't know what this is about, you do see a message from about 30 minutes ago. So after she had left, um, this had come through and it does say, um, Field Fort, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. It says Field for 8 o'clock, you said? Field Fort, 8 o'clock. Field Fort. And you, you would know that the Field Fort is what they what the teams call like the old broken down railroad station that used to run through the town there's like an old station there that kids hang out at that is called the field floor um danny your sister has been gone for a while uh check this out i think we should maybe check on her or something i'm not sure this is kind of weird what is it looks like uh some kind of a pager that says to be at the field fort at 8 o'clock? I thought this was, we were going to have a party tonight, but I guess maybe she's got somewhere else to be? Yeah, why would she do that? It's really odd, right? She's mental. Ah, well... Uh, maybe she's doing something with her college friends and she's trying to party without us. She would do that. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go? Well, I mean, I've got all weekend to kind of do whatever I want. Uh, shit, we could stop by uh, District 10 on the way there and uh, or the mall. It doesn't even matter. We can do whatever. We have some time to burn until 8. I'm just trying to have a good weekend, man. Yeah, me too, man. I, I don't Last know. Last weekend I... was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Mr. Hornsby fucking walking around? <laughs> Yeah, he's weird. Gotta stay away from like populated <laughs> places, though, right? That was kind of weird. I don't know. This whole town is kind of creeping me the fuck out. Yeah, there has been some strange things happening lately. Anyways, I just want to party this weekend, man. I'm sick of school. Well, I barely go, as you know, but I just want to hang with my friends. Well, um. I get well you got me kind of worried I mean I if she doesn't come back we won't have any beer why would she leave her purse here though yeah why would she leave her purse well let's go let's go, let's go yeah, check let's this out time. yeah let's grab our bikes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so are you guys heading to the 5 and 10 yeah I guess so I think so like where she sense. said she was going. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, both of you guys, describe you your bikes. Yeah. Everyone's bikes described. Yay. Okay, Jesse. Um, let's see. Where's my bike at? Oh, here it is. It's a gray steel framed BMX beater with several uh, scrapes from like kind of doing tricks and stuff. It's kind of just like a beater bike. It's nothing like fancy. Um, it has several stickers on it. Um, I don't know. There's an Iron Maiden sticker on there. There's like anarchy signs on it and shit. Um, it's got race handlebars and it's got like fat tires with black rims. Um, it's kind of just like a trick bike. Um, yeah. And Dan has a, he has Sarah's old bike 
which is a hand-me-down Schwinn <laughs> Phantom. It's it's red, or it used to be red, and then Dan tried to paint it black, but it didn't really take. So it's like kind of <laughs> the black is all flaking off, and there's it's just still obviously red so underneath. Perfect. Yeah, so perfect. <laughs> Does it have the the female crossbar and everything? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's still obviously. Yeah, unnecessarily gendered bike. <laughs> yeah. It's You're the only guy I know bike. who rides on his sister's bike, Dan. Well, oh, you know, my parents, you know, they wouldn't get it, me another one, so I always get all our old stuff. This is our old shirt, actually. Any <laughs> He, like ruffles his big red shirt that he wears everywhere. I mean, my bike's not pretty, but we should try to get you something new, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. And uh, Jesse will like wheelie down the driveway. <laughs> He's uh, pretty good at like doing tricks and stuff on his bike. Damn, yeah, we'll try it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Give me a brawn roll. DC. I don't know. Six. DCC. And there you go. I would so have been real easily, sorry I was clicking over. You easily wheelie down the driveway. Um, oh, seven. Yeah, you, you beat it. So you easily wheelie down the driveway. Um, you, you guys both head out of the, not necessarily gates, but just like overly shrubbed entrance to the cul-de-sac that you both live on and on your way out you do see um one of your neighbors cutting down some of the branches on his tree both of you actually i'm gonna do different dcs for you jesse give me um brains roll dc nine can't even do a DC nine. Jesse, give me a brains roll DC four. You can explode. You can explode again. My brain's gonna explode. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll use the power of six 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 too. I can explode again. Don't make me explode, Danny. <laughs> Chris, Daniel fell by one. Would you like to use any adversity tokens? Jesse, um... I don't know if you have four, but. If you want to, you could also use them. I have only three, I think. Yeah, I guess I will. Cool. You've heard... Daniel's heard his mom talk over and over and over again about the HOA and the things that she's involved in. You know that she has frequent meetings at the mayor's office. She's not just involved in the PTA. And you remember them having a meeting about I don't know, a month or two ago about not being allowed to cut the cut trees or shrubs or anything because of the upcoming Fleeting Fowl Festival and the fact that they need to have as many branches as possible and as many places for sparrows to, re to be housed in before they leave for the winter. So you do find it weird that your neighbour who knows your mother is anal about these types of things and knows that she was a part of this conversation cutting the trees. But that's just something that you think of in the back of your head. Mm -hmm. um, you, guys head here. you guys head out of Ivy Town and into downtown towards Longcliffe. 
um, you pass, you can see the Hotel K in a couple of, uh, like a block or so down your route as you head to the five and 10, which is less than a block away from Herschel Kane. Um, as you get to probably like 20 minutes later, as you get to the five and 10 convenience store, um, you walk in with a slight ding into the door. Um, <laughs> the cramped convenience store has everything and more that you could possibly want. With a smiling Mrs. Bell at the register welcomes you in with her normal cheeriness, you browse the shelves with the perfect snack that she always seems to have in stock. You as normal, you like everybody else find it hard to walk through the store without accidentally bumping into one of the various bags of chips that are hanging off the shelves. Behind the counter you see the beer fridge and the cigarettes. The low places make her the favourite shop in town and also helps to discourage shoplifting. You do not see your sister's car anywhere parked nearby, and you also don't see her in the store. What the fuck? Danny, you know I don't really think that your mom is hot, right? <laughs> what makes you say that? Well, <laughs> well, your sister, on the other hand, I don't know. Maybe maybe a different story. Um, Jesse would just kind of be looking around. I don't think she's here, man. I This is... Interesting, to say the least. I don't know. I wish we could buy booze, and he'll point at like a six pack of, um, I don't know, uh, what beer would be used in the 80s. I'm sorry, I didn't drink it this time. I have no <laughs> idea. Budweiser or some shit. Sure. Yeah. Point at a Budweiser, uh, a sixer of tall boys. And it's like, yeah, I wish we could uh, buy booze, don't you? Yeah, but man, I'm starting to get worried. Where did she go? You hear um, Miss Patty Bell um, kind of overhear your conversation, as I can say. Boys, boys, I couldn't help but hear that you're looking <laughs> for someone. You Now you know, can't sell you beer. I know how old you two boys are. But um, is there any other way that I can help? Uh, Patty, I think we're good. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Dan? <laughs> Uh, uh, do you see any laughing. young girls come through here? College-age girl about an hour ago? Well, I did see a couple of middle schools come in and buy some candies, but that's pretty normal. I haven't seen anyone. No, actually. Wait. <clears throat> Blonde hair? Um, blonde girl come in. Blonde. No. I don't think. That's a different lady. Yeah. See, I told you she didn't even plan to come here. I think she was just messing with me. She was messing with us, and she's going to like some other party or something. Don't even worry about it, man. You're probably right. I don't know why I'm getting so freaked out. Doesn't give us a reason not to crash the party, though, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. I wonder. I almost want to like steer, steer, try to steal beer from this fucking place. <laughs> Do you want to steal beer? That's behind the counter where she's standing. <laughs> oh my god, Patty! I forgot about Patty. No, she's watching too hawkish. We can't. <laughs> we can't. Um, Jesse will start heading back to the bikes, but uh, actually, can he grab a cornicola? Um, while we're here to uh, 
energize. <laughs> I'll, uh, he'll pay for it, like uh, whatever money that Frank had left for him, his deformed father. It's deformed. it's like fifty cents. Fifty cents. Oh nice. man, the prices are going up on this stuff. That is. I thought MSI was supposed to be making this stuff cheaper. Anyways, whatever. Uh, you buy Guanacola on your way out. Um, you do have that memory of it's about. 4 p.m. now, but you did have that, read that page of Stephanie saying that she would be going um, to, well, that someone said something about um, 8 o'clock at the field for. So you have some time to kill, but um, yeah, that's something in the back of your mind. Um, we will cut over now to Mr. Milton Bradley. Hey. To the skate park. What would Milton be up to at the skate park? Does he normally ride his bike around? Is he just hanging out? Um, he's chilling out on a table, uh, hanging out with his buds and probably smoking. No, he's probably drinking a rad radweiser, and yeah, probably drinking as. Oh no, he's drinking and probably smoking with his friends. Uh, he doesn't yeah. do drugs, though. He, he just smokes cigarettes. <laughs> and you mentioned to me that um, Milton should be a senior, but is a junior because he had to repeat a grade. Are his friends also juniors or are they senior? Uh, they are, I think they're juniors, and then one's a sophomore. Okay. It's a sophomore. But you're all on the sports team. Give yeah. me a... Chomp, this is going to be a retroactive chomp roll. Oh, goodness. DC. What's your chomp? DC. I'm at a D4. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. So, if I were to use the adversity tokens, do I have to declare them before or after? You can use them after. You okay. Can use them. So, I'm rolling. And I rolled a six on charm somehow. I don't even know how. I have a D four. Did you explode? You did explode. Uh, you exploded. You exploded. Fucking exploded on this shit. It's, it's funny <laughs> with the way that dice work. You actually have a higher probability of exploding on a lower die than you do on a higher one. So technically, you oh, could get a high roll on a lower die because of the exploding system. Um, but yeah, so you got a six. You beat it. You know that. During PE class during the day, which was your last class of the day, that some of the older kids invited you to a party at the field for at 8 p.m. tonight. Damn. Um, and your friends definitely know the names of Mark and Randy. Um, also got invited just because they're like up and comers on the baseball team as well. Um, and they say to you, hey, um, Milton, are you going to the, the party tonight? Uh, yeah, duh. Ooh, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Roxy's going to be there, right? Yeah, she's going to so, be there. Yeah. I, mean, I assume her sister's like throwing the party, so I assume she's going to be there. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm there. I'm so there. Good. I'm um, down. Well... <laughs> This is kind of like, I don't know if they told you, but this is kind of like 
an induction party so if you know anybody that you like want to bring you should probably bring them because like you're not gonna like i know that we're your friends but like because we all got invited we kind of like have to bring somebody else to the party so oh you should try and find someone before then to bring and just like have your be on your a-game because yeah. like, it's gonna be a thing you know i got all kinds of friends this is not gonna be a problem i got friends a thing okay good um well, yeah it is good uh well mark and randy say well we're gonna go pick up our girlfriends and get dinner before but like you go find your friends and then bring them there because we like you're gonna get in trouble if you don't bring someone you show up you know yeah yeah uh he uh takes the beer from mark and says you shouldn't be drinking what do you mean dude we drink all the time yeah <laughs> And he just takes it anyway, just because he was taking his beer. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving, riding your bicycle around with that. I'm going to get a DUI because I'm riding my bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, when your people show up at 8pm, like, it'll be vibes. Also, if you can steal some shit from your dad, that'd be great because, like, there are some college kids that are showing up, but who knows if they're actually going to, like bring alcohol or whatever so we like need things and I, oh. I thought you were talking about guns what so get your Dude. stuff from your dad he doesn't <laughs> have much other party. than lots of alcohol he brings a gun to a party dude what's happening with you uh, you don't bring guns to a party I thought this was America yeah it's America <laughs> but I'm 17 and Randy's like 15. You're barely old enough to smoke and drink. Yeah. And you so can't bring a gun. Bring guns alcohol, to you idiot. <laughs> local teen parties. <laughs> Kevin Bradley, Anyways, we here. have to go. Don't bring your gun. Get some alcohol or something. You got it. And they like head off on that. Smell you later. Smell you later. What does, um, Milton do after hearing that he has to have at least a plus one if not more people to bring to the party oh man um I haven't thought of other friends other than let's see can we uh you don't have to think of fake people oh I could go with real people yeah you bring Matthew McConaughey to the party wow alright alright it's a great time <laughs> Did I say Brad? Has Brad shown up yet? Brad did. Brad. No, my my buddy Brad with Mark and and, oh. and Randy. <laughs> Damn, you got like a lot of friends. What the fuck? You have like I got billions of friends. Don't you, you try like to little... tell me I don't. You're Your fan art is really so good. Everyone's my friend. <laughs> so many men. No one hates me. Everyone loves me. <laughs> Going to Brad's house? Are you trying to find him somewhere? Do you know where he is? Um, I think I know where Brad is. Let me think of about it because I know Brad so well. Um, where's the party at? Field Fort. 
Okay, he just happens to live in Field Fort, so I'll catch him on the way and talk to him. He lives on the field. <laughs> he lives in the there field. we go. He lives on the field. He's always out there. Out there. <laughs> always out there in the field. Walk around. <laughs> This is where Mr. Hornsby comes in. You got it too. I got it too. That's not gonna you work. You know oh, for a fact that Brad does not live in the field fort because it's in the middle of the woods. Um, Brad kind of just like goes around town and like is never at home. You know he lives in Evanston luxury apartments. I don't know why you said he lives in the field, but he's definitely you like would probably know for a fact that he's not there. Okay, so that that too is more for Justin than Milton on that one. <laughs> but Milton knows exactly where Brad's at. Uh, he's just kind of near downtown center square, chilling. Probably trying to hit up with his girl. I don't have a name for her yet. I thought so it was. You're heading downtown to try and find Brad. Yeah, and then we're gonna go to the party. Assuming he's okay. he's cool, I'll bring him and his girl. Making my way downtown. <laughs> so as Milton heads off towards downtown from business lot 10, we're going to go quickly back to Wayne, who is heading to the post office. Mm -hmm. um, you make your way into the North Quarter. It's not a place that a lot of people frequent very often. Um, it is um, the old housing the farmers and cornicola bottling workers nothing really happens in this part of town it's mostly old homes and then the post office um so you don't really run into a lot of people as you're going into here you see a lot of like slightly dilapidated homes with mostly old people people call it like the old people community um but you head to the post office which is a the most upkept building in this area which isn't saying too too much um, it has an old United States Postal Service sign on top. Um, as you head into the the blue and white building, you see um, the postal worker, who I had a name for, but I'm just going to make a new one up. Um, Mrs. Cranston, who you would know because you don't really have, you don't have a, um, you live a little too... Snow Lane doesn't really get mail that much, so you have a P.O. box. So you head to the, the front counter, you see her kind of just sorting through mail, putting things into the proper P.O. boxes as you walk in. And Mrs. Crafton says, oh, hi, Wynn. Um, How are you doing? Hey. Uh, not too shabby. Just patched up a few kids at the 10, dropped off a package uh, for medicine for a client of ours uh, at uh, Dr. Lane's, and uh, now I'm here just to pick up some of his uh, his orders. <laughs> Wayne. Wayne. What? Uh, just what? the way. I oh. didn't hear any of that. Oh, oh no. Um, yeah, I was just yeah, you know, patching up some kids, dropped off a package for a client, and now I'm here to pick up uh, an order for Dr. Lane. Said he had a, a, a delivery. Yes. I just need your signature here, um, just to say that someone picked up the packet. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, so, how's uh, business? <laughs> how's business? 
this is, this is the post office. Everyone gets mail. I don't think I'm going to be running out of town like the shop owners in Herschel Kate. I think I'm going to get Yeah, do you know what's going on over there? It's kind of... It was not radical. I'll tell you what. I don't know for sure what's happening, but there were some rumors of some big business mogul trying to buy up the mall and stuff, so maybe people just left. have no idea. Oh. Um, but here, here's the package for um, Doc, Dr. Hammond, um, and she places a large package. Um, it's well, it's a medium-sized package, but it's a bit heavy, um, oh. which is unsurprised it's it's a little surprising for what he said was medicine uh, dang there's a lot of medicine i don't look in the packages man i just give them to people i'm um, not i'm not complaining you know i was just saying i was just thinking out loud <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i also think that your mom got some mail in if you want to check your po box oh yeah sure hey, been a while it's been about yeah I'll go over and open it up after setting the package down next to me. You open up the uh, you open up the box and there's only one piece of mail in there. It says to um, the McCall um, return service requested on it, and it is from someone who you've never seen the name from before called. Paul Stamford, um, and it looks to be some sort of official document. It's very thin, but for it uh, to have returns that was requested, it must be something a little important that they don't want to just be lost in there. Are there like bright lights in here? No, it's just like regular, like dimish lighting. Lighting, it's I'll still light outside. I'll try to like hold it up to a light, maybe see if I can spot anything. Yeah. Very cute. Give me a good idea. I'm gonna say a I feel like it's you're using your brains, but to be able to see it, it's not just like using brains. So I'm gonna call it a grip roll. Can you see ten? Sticks. Ah, light's not bright enough. Oh well. You do... So, you failed by six, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, failed by four, I think, right? Sorry, yes, you failed by four, which is not that bad. So you do... You can't really fully make out what it is, but it does appear to be a check. Hmm. Oh. Weird. Do we owe money? Hasn't worked in... Months. Oh, I'll just, like, put it in my... Uh, my bag. I assume I have a bag. I don't know. Maybe I don't. If I don't have a bag, I'll put it in my medical kit box. So like, yeah, I'll just. If you don't have a bag. Yeah, I'll have a small bag. I'll put it in the bag. Oh well. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Cranston. Uh, good day now. As you head out of the north quarter back towards. Uh, Dr. Hammond's office, you do run into Grant O'Keefe leaving the Herschel Kate. He's still wearing his fucking Suffin uniform, but he is 
walking his bike down the road. Um, oh, do you have a cramp, Grant? You're not using your bike. You okay? I got some uh, supplies if, you, if something's wrong. No, it's fine, man. I just um, think I got a flat tire and over a nail or something. It's whatever. But I'm, I'm in no get... rush. I'm just heading to home to change before the party. Did you hear about the party? Um, no, no. Was was I supposed to? Uh... Would you want to come? Um. Are people gonna be drinking? Maybe. Uh, people gonna be doing drugs? Hey, mm, I can't speak for other people that I won't be doing drugs, but mm. always good to have a medic, you know? Yeah, you know, I, 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 um, the only reason I was asking was to see which I, what, what supplies I might need to bring if I need to pump anyone's stomach. I learned this new technique from Dr. Lane and he was like, you push here, then it comes out that end and the other end. So it's like a double two for one. <laughs> cool, dude. Um, so, show up, it's at 8 p.m. at the field for- Yeah, yeah. I don't have to see you someone's stomach. Oh, you never know, it's a party, right? Um, how's that, by the way? He was pretty, uh, pretty roughed up the other day, right? Wayne. Wayne, dude. So good. <laughs> what? Sorry. Death again? Oh. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna fix this for next session. My apologies. Um, okay. Grant just says, that's that. Fad will be fad till the day he dies, and he's not dead, so he's still sad. Um, oh, that's a, but show up to the that party. That's a bitchin' beat you got there. <laughs> Thanks. For being a song. Yeah, I like overheard some of like the music that the band was making, and, and mm. I quiet, you know? Yeah, well. Anyways, I gotta head home. I smell like fucking fryer oil so um yeah oh if you run into that like weird freak that bought chicken from me you should tell them to come too um you're gonna have to be more specific than that i'm not very descriptive <laughs> of a you know like the one with like the loser dad who like rides out really loud the motorcycle around town Ringing a bell. James, Jack, John, Josh, you know J Joshua. Oh. Oh. oh uh, yeah. If I see him, I'll, I'll let him know. I'll, I'll bring him along. No, like yeah. you should. Like you, he needs to come. So like you need to tell him. And he, you better tell him to shut his fucking mouth. And he didn't see me there. Got it? Uh. Sure. What did he see? Did he see you like do some you know, no, embarrassing? No, saw me working, and you definitely didn't see me in this uniform either. So, well, what's wrong with working? You know, like everyone works. Everything's wrong with working, you dumb fuck. Okay, so no one saw me wearing no. this uniform. You didn't see it. He didn't see it. You need to tell him that he didn't see it, and he better be at that part. Oh, whatever. Cool. 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 Be cool. Yeah. 
We cool? Good. Alright then. Can I look at his tire? Does he actually have a flat tire? No. I'm like, what a liar. And then I'm gonna just <laughs> wipe <it> off. <laughs> I grant, so he just keeps rolling his bike down. Sits. But yeah, so you have to return this package to Dr. Hammond. It's a little heavy. You're riding a little bit slower than you normally would be. Um, but you do remember that you ran into Joshua before. You don't, you're not sure if he's still there or not, but you don't know whether or not to take Grant's um, threat seriously mm-hmm. or not. Give me a grit roll, DC. Ooh, one. We're getting the full stat check tonight. <laughs> Mark your advance token. I think you got two. Okay. Um, Grant, you've dealt with Grant and his group of friends before. Thad, Billy, all of them. Mm-hmm. And well, you've helped them out a lot. You've seen what they've done to other people and you wouldn't... You would take what he's saying seriously enough to at least try and do what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. I guess it's because the Herschel Cans would be on the way, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, try to lock up everything I got, head in real quick, see if I can find Joshua. If not, then I'll just head straight to Dr. Hammond Lane. office. To the mall. To the mall. How quick do you think that Joshua left the mall? Do you think he stuck around to explore things? Do you think that he was just walking out, eating it, put it on his bike, and went home? Don't feel uh, pressured to tell me. Answer just answer genuinely. Is this that me or is this that Ryan? Uh, you, Brandon. Okay. I think he definitely like once he got back to his bike. Put his backpack on backwards and like has the nuggets in the front there and is riding around and he's bored and there's nothing else to do so he does he just kind of is meandering. So he's meandering like around downtown area. Yeah. Where's yeah. everyone at? It's it's Friday night and it's Friday really dead. Night. Yeah, it's like it really is re- it is like surprisingly dead. You know that. Um, you also while riding around town see those PTA signs for that meeting about the Halloween ball. Um, so you can generally assume that a lot of the parents would be there, but it's weird that all of the kids aren't around. Like, no one's at the arcade, no one's at the movie theater, people aren't shopping. Like, it's a little strange that people aren't around. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to ask for a luck roll. Both of you oh, just roll it d20 for me. That's Wayne and... Uh, one! <laughs> you got another one! Oh my god! Damn. <laughs> yes, this is is meant to be. Guided by fate. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining my plans with your shit rolls. I'm just um, Give me both of you. Give me a grit roll. TC fifteen. Oh, there's no way. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Level of not happening here is strong. <laughs> so I get, is it is that a call to failed check on my one? Or is that not a check at all? The luck roll is not a fail. Okay. So, um, 
because I didn't give you the DC. Um, mm. So what actually happens is um, Joshua is meandering around looking not at the road, but in fact at the lack of people and his chicken nuggets. <laughs> Wayne is like, why the fuck is this package so heavy? Where is everybody going? I need to get home. I need to get paid. And uh, they run into each other in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I don't like to add the packages like in front on my like my basket and I'm not I can't see over it so I'm just like you know just looking to the side so I can't even see I don't even know where I'm going are you both into each other on your bus <laughs> kind of like actually kind of hard to do <laughs> oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I got a three. That's I did better. <laughs> you both? Okay, so it's chicken like nuggets everywhere. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Literal pain Olympics. Coca-Cola <laughs> like cracks and like gets your backpack wet. Um, no, it's full of cash money. <laughs> and like books and shit. Um, no one cares about that. Wayne, you fall. Head over handlebars directly onto the box, and you hear a. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. What did you guys do? Uh, I'll get up. Ah, oh, shit. I've... I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Actually, good looking. Um. Uh, like you know, I I was meaning to find you is what I, that meant. It wasn't a, a comment on your opinion. Anyways, um. So, uh, you doing anything today? I, uh, no. And he's like dragging like a soppy book that's like saturated with soda, like out of his thing. He's like, no, my plans just got ruined. Oh, well, uh, hey, I saw there's a thing going down, um, at the field. Uh, if you want to come, uh, Grant said to get you. So. Why? It just... Uh, I don't know. He just said to. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mess with, you know, that group of guys. I've seen them do pretty gnarly things to people who uh, have our stature and uh, build. So, um, I'd take them pretty seriously if I were you. Uh, just come. It's just going to be like a party. They're going to be drinking. Probably people doing some things. And, you know... Okay. Be all right. Don't get put in the hospital. Apparently, all right. Are you going? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's usually a good opportunity to really practice uh, medicine. Um, the last part I went to, there was this uh, person who was heavily intoxicated, and I learned a thing or two about you know pumping out, pumping out what's inside. So you know, uh, pump their stomach. So uh, yeah, seeing if I can do it on my own this time. Yeah, Joshua's having like mixed thoughts here of like, wait, the party in a field. This already sounds sketchy, but small town shit. That happens. That's not that unusual. Is this the dude I want to roll up to the party with? And I'm like, hmm. Okay, I guess that's what I got. Yeah, just, just remember, uh, you didn't see Grant um, at the at the thing that you saw him at. He said you saw him somewhere. I think I think he's just embarrassed. If I'm being honest. So I think like things are starting to click into place and Joshua has this notion that he's in- invited because 
Grant's embarrassed. And so Grant's like, doing this as a way to shut me up. Like, I'm being nice. That's that's his logic of, like, outside... What's, there's, a, there's, like, a thing for, like, the mentality of, like, being on the outside of things. So it's like, what is the trap here? And so that's that's how Joshua talks himself into it. This isn't some kind of trap where they're just going to beat him up in the, in the field. Well, um, are you coming? Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. Let's go. Are you uh, going right now? Um, No, I think he said eight. I think it is. Um, do I know the time? It's you spent a lot of time going back and forth. It's probably around... 6.37 now, it's getting pretty dark, it's the fall. Um, so you yeah. probably have enough time to like drop off the package at Dr. Hammond's and then probably head directly there because it's a little ways into the woods that you have to bike to get there. Absolutely. I'm looking around at it and like, can I walk with you? Um, with, walk with me to the thing? Yeah. I'm sure, I guess. I just got to drop off this. I hope I didn't break it. I heard a crack. Uh, cool, Dr. thanks. Lane is not going to be happy. Can you can you help me take this over to his office? For Thanks sure. Me. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, uh, do I think I have time to stop by my mom's house or our house before heading? Because it's in Snow Lane. I assume I have to get past Snow Lane to get to the field. Is that correct? Or am I misremembering? I don't know if you would think you wouldn't directly be going by your house, but you could yeah. by if you needed to. Yeah, just like for a second. I just wanted to tell her where I'm headed, you know, since I'm going to be home late, probably. Mrs. Yeah. McCall. You both head into Dr. Lane's office. Um, he, he's, you walk in and Claire says, Oh, you've gotten back kind of late. Uh, doctor, my dad uh, had, had headed out to his house, but um, I can take the package for you. Uh, yeah, um, I uh, there's a bit of a, it was a bit heavier than I expected, Uh and then there was a crack, I think, is what I heard. But I thought it was just medicine. I, If anything's broken, you can just take it out of what I would have gotten paid. I don't mind. or I don't mind working it off. I'm sure it's fine. If it's just medicine, then he can just re it somewhere. It'll be fine. Thanks. And then you see Claire, like, run upstairs, put the package in some sort, somewhere upstairs, and then run out of the place and says, you, you know how to lock up, right? I have to go get ready. Oh, are you going to the thing? Yeah, I'm going to the thing. Out in the field, right? Yeah, out in oh. the field. Yeah, we're going too, so I guess we'll see you there. Cool, I'll see you there. Aren't you a little old? You're like 25, right? Like you're graduated. Like this is going to be high schoolers. And maybe a college student, I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know, it's a bit odd. Okay, well, you should be glad that you were invited at all. So I'll oh. see you there. Um, and don't tell my dad. And then she runs out. Oh, yeah, no, of course not. That was a bit weird, right? You got away with the words. <laughs> that was a bit weird. What do you mean? Did I do anything wrong there? I just, I was just saying, like, you know, she's, she's like old. She's like 10 years, 11 years older than me, you know? It's like, I don't know. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'll just lock up real quick, I guess. Uh, 
You can wait outside, Joshua. Alright. That's cool. Josh is gonna go out there and try and salvage some of these chicken nuggets. I'll lock up. That's okay. Uh, um, you swing by your mom's house, tell you tell her where you're going, you drop off and you drop off some of your things and then repackage all of your mega medical supplies that you need and then you head out for the field fort. Um, on your way there, you do run into a couple of other people that are your age. From the vibe that you got that grants there, you probably assume that a lot of the people are either people in athletics, people that are popular, or seniors. But you do see a couple of other people your age. You would definitely know them just from catching people up that have fallen over. You see, um, you see a kid named Jesse that you don't see very frequently because he's not in school very often, but you do see him with Daniel that you had met before. Um, and then you also see um, Milton um, with his friend Brad that you saw earlier today, um, but he's not with um, Mark or Randy. Is he with anyone? Is Brad there? Brad's Brad. girlfriend there? Brad's girlfriend is not there. Okay. Girlfriend was like, I'm not going to some party in a field. So, <laughs> stay there. Does Jesse see Wayne? Yeah. Hey, Wayne. Hey, man, oh. I'm going to party at my house this weekend. It's going to be a complete rager. You should be there just in case, you know, people need to get patched up. I mean, uh, you don't have anything else to do, right? I, it depends on what time it is, but uh, I, I can see. It, but there's a party happening tonight, right? You're going to have a party again tomorrow? It's I mean, it's just going to be a party weekend. Oh. Okay. I mean, sure. You you know about wait. the party tonight? Do you know if Sarah's gonna be there? Who? Sarah. My sister. Is that one of the names I heard earlier, by the way? Sarah Scavia. Sorry, you get up. When are you talking? Sorry, when are you talking about Brandon? The very start. No, you heard Stephanie. Stephanie. Okay. Uh, no, no, uh, Danny's sister, who's missing. <laughs> Oh, um, I don't know anything about that. I just brought, uh, Joshua. Do you know Joshua? Josh? Yeah. Little guy? He's right next to me, yeah. He, like, comes out from behind, he's like, <laughs> backpack is still, like, mounted on the front of his chest as he's, like, going through the french fries now. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Your dad's got a nice bike. I think I've seen you around or something. What's up? You you can come to the party, too, if you want. It's whatever. I... Oh, is it your party? It will be. Okay. Well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. No sweat, dude. You got a bike, right? Uh, yeah, he's. I've been walking with it alongside uh, okay, perfect. Wayne. Nice bike. Oh, he kind of blushes. Thank you. <laughs> um, I guess I'll look over towards uh, Milton. Yes. You're actually here with us, correct? Um, yeah, we're. I think so. Is what she said. Or kind of walking. Yeah, I think you're like a little bit ahead on the path. Okay, so we're not really hanging, but we're going the same way. Jesse mm-hmm. would just kind of look at you, and be like, "Hey, I seen you at school once or twice," and just like kind of like turn towards Dan and just kind of look at Dan. I don't know, man. Um, maybe, um, maybe we should. Uh, 
go to this party tonight. I mean, there's nothing else really going on in town. Everyone seems to be hanging around here at uh, Herschel Canes, but this is kind of lame, right? I mean, look at this place. Yeah, man. Place is a ghost town. Well, uh, let's see if Sarah's there. I guess she's supposed to be. Doesn't hurt to check it out. If she is there, can uh, give her a hard time. Yeah, well, why would she have left her pager? I mean, obviously she wanted me to be there, so. <laughs> Are you like, do you like, like this girl? Do I like this girl? Yeah. No. I'm a kind of like a, Karen, I'm a Karen. With, uh, I'm a Karen a kind of. <laughs> With a, a brawn roll? Charm. 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 Charm is my worst, so I'll never be able unless I explode, I'm done. Twenty-one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's the power of the devil. Okay, brawn. Oh, I think Oh no, charm. Yeah, charm right. yeah. <laughs> Why do I want to do brawn on this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody in the vicinity, including like Milton who's not paying attention. <laughs> if you say no, no, I'm not really. No, no. Okay, Jesse, it's okay to have you know crushes or whatever. It's totally normal, you know. If you need what? to know about biology of women or men, just let me know. Hey, this studying. is my sister. Yeah. Can I emphasize that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awkward now. <laughs> Jesse will just fade into the background and start like brushing at his mohawk, like making sure it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Down the path towards the field for like, you're heading to this party. It's probably about 7.45. You're about 15 minutes out. Everybody give me a grit roll DC 10. This isn't a paved road. It's a little bit more foresty, so it's a little harder to bike down. Yes, yes. Or, or roll your bike down. Ooh, got an 11. Wow, that's some I, true grit. True that was grit. a true grit joke. I got four. Holy shit! Holy shit! Did he carry the rest of us? <laughs> He's just in front with his chicken nuggets and leaves everyone behind and gets stranded on accident. He takes off flying. <laughs> Et style. So Wayne and Joshua. Oh vibing that far. Everybody else is like a little slower, kind of you've kind of formed a group in this set. So like Joshua was like, why are you guys taking so long? And I'm still getting down this path. Um I slow down because I recognize behind me is uh Let's see, it is Dan, and I recognize Dan as Sarah's br- little brother, little Spaz brother. Because <laughs> I do know Sarah. Brother. Oh, so you would have, yeah, you know Sarah, okay. Probably the thing here is that Joshua has, like, off-road tires, like, on his yeah. little city bike. He's never used it for that purpose whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was, like, when his, when it was bought for him, the, all of the stuff came ready on it. Yeah, BMX bikes and hand-me-down girl Schwinn bikes are not made for <laughs> these. It's no. not for the field. Um, you guys just get like a little bit of a flat tire. The rocks are kind of beating into the tires that you have, so um, they you you just get slowed down a little bit. Nothing. You're just going up, 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 up
nothing too awful happens. But by the time that you make it within eye distance of this party, you would expect to hear noises, music coming on, the chatter of people. It's absolutely empty. Other than you see your sister's um, car, red car, parked about 50 meters down from the house, which is completely empty. The tires have been slashed. There's nobody else here. And you get this sinking feeling that something really weird is going on. Oh, Milton, you look to your corner. You'd been walking with Brad, but got a little bit distracted by the fact that you saw Daniel. You turn around and Brad is nowhere to be seen. Fuck. You slowly approach this house where... It's not really a house, it's like an old purpose station that used to have like a little coffee machine and a cafe and a bakery and things like that in it. But the windows are all boarded up, the door is wide open, and no one can be seen at all. And that is where we're gonna end session one. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Right. What a cliffhanger. You gotta tune in next week. That's a good uh, ending right there. I love it. Hell yeah. I'm scared for my sister. I'm scared for your sister too. <laughs> I think you feel something else for my sister. <laughs> I don't see your sister that way. <laughs> I don't see your sister that way. God, just... That was really, that was actually very well done. Right? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. We're all together. It's all it's all perfect and seamless. Yeah. yeah. The party oh, all together. So. That was stressful. I was like, oh my god, it is midnight for me. I need to wrap this up. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, we made it. You're all together. You're in the middle of the woods at an abandoned shack type thing, and no one you recognize other than yourselves is around. So we'll have to see what happens in the next session. Sweet. All right. Uh, we, uh, do we need to do outros or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Justin, kick off the outro. All right. So I'm going to kick off the outro by mentioning the music and saying I worked really hard on the intro on this one uh, for this series and the outro and all this. It's really cool. I've enjoyed it. But if you want to hear it, you can check it out at Mixu or sorry, bandlab.com slash mixushi3. Or, um, no, actually, uh, if you do like the music or whatnot, I am coming out with an EP on March 12th, I believe. And then a few more this year. I have, or not an EP, I'm coming out with an album on March 12th. And then like two different EPs I have scheduled before the end of the year. So make sure to check that out. It'll be under Project Born, which is my band, which is just me, Justin Bourne. Anyway, on to whoever's next. Hey, hey must have been. Oh, Brandon oh, Tomlinson. I've been running uh, Joshua. Uh, the chicken nugget eating high grit character apparently. Um, yeah, you check me on all the various socials at the BWT. Go ahead, Ryan hey. or Jesse. Jesse was next. Hey, Mark. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> is there a, is there a, is there like an order? Okay, sorry, I like kept the no. There's zero. It's pure chaos. I was As like, you can tell. Like, am I cutting pure it? Pure chaos. <laughs> yeah, I am chaos. It's true. 
Um, yes, uh, my name is Mark. I played Jesse, or I apparently Chaos. Um, if you want to catch more of me, you can catch me on Twitter under Snubnose, and the same as Twitch. Hell yeah. Or someone pick it up. Hey, I'm Ryan, and I played Wayne McCall. Uh, you can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash ballinrye. Hey, I'm Chris, and I am Dan Scabia now. Um, you can follow me at chrisgamble37 on Instagram if you'd like to. Follow Raven's Realm on every platform. We would appreciate it. Give us reviews, all that good stuff. And Kai. I'm Kai. I've been your faithful DM. Uh, GM. There's no dungeon in this game. Uh, for kids on bikes, if you want to find me outside of Raven's Realm in the podcast, you can find me on Twitter until two-factor authentication is removed. I March twentieth uh, at Kitchen with two D's. That's K I C H I T T. Six six six. The mark of the beast. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> the devil, the devil showed his face tonight, <laughs> and he will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.